Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. All right, this podcast might be a little rambly, but way less rambly than it would have been two days ago or three days ago when I tried to record it. Um, I woke up this morning and felt like something shifted for me. And it was a reminder to me that you can believe those days will happen for you too, right? I, um, it's been a bit of a crazy run personally in our family. Everybody's okay. Um, we have so many tools and resources. Even the hardest things like are not that hard. But it all felt very overwhelming and very chaotic um, from multiple angles, financially, spiritually, emotionally, physically. Uh, and when things keep piling up, it can start to feel like you're drowning and you're not really sure how you're going to get out. I can say with confidence that in this last little period, again, I feel like this morning I woke up like, whoo, I can breathe again. My feet are on the ground. Nothing circumstantially has changed in terms of like the problems I was facing, but I know how to step forward. And there's a balance of trusting like I can say for sure that in this last little stretch where I felt very overwhelmed very emotional very run down very exhausted um my dad stopped by a couple times and he's like how are you and I was just like exhausted I'm just exhausted and in those times if I didn't have practice believing that it would pass, if I didn't have practice trusting God's spirit universe, myself, most importantly myself, to come out to another side, to be able to eventually problem solve, um, if I didn't have practice, it would have been this stage would have lasted a lot longer. And so even though there was no use in forcing myself to get my shit together when I was in the middle of what felt like drowning, you can't just make yourself do shit at that time. Like maybe you can, but it builds up and makes things worse. Like you can push through, but if you're pushing through against your will, against your capacity, I think in the long run, it's making things worse. And so the thing that I was skilled at doing in this really tricky time I just went through was believing. That's it. That was my only focus. All I need to do is believe that we will eventually figure this out. 
Believe that I will eventually be okay. Believe that there will come a morning, which happened to be this morning, when I feel like I can breathe again, I can see again, I can I can problem solve again. So there are certain things that I knew would have been good for me a few days ago, a week ago, and I could not make myself do them. But the thing that I could do was believe. This moment sucks, but a different moment is coming. This moment sucks, but a different moment is coming. And as long as I focus on that belief, I do think that it speeds up the process. Now, I'm not saying our goal is to speed up the process of our grief, of our overwhelm, of our drowning. <laughs> and maybe that word's a little extreme. Um, the goal is not to speed it up and make it go away. But I think there are things we can do that shorten the struggle, that shorten the messy middle. It's okay that everything felt like shit for me for a while. It's just because I'm human. It's not because I suck. It's not because the world is against me. It's not because the people around me um, can't get their shit together. It's just because I'm human. And a lot of you... So a lot of you right now listening are in the shitty, yucky, feels like drowning place, right? And I remember that from my own abortion. It's been six plus years now. But when you're in that messy, messy part, it can feel like you're never going to get out. And I really just want to reiterate that the most important thing you can do for yourself is believe that you will find a way. Believe that it will turn. Believe that this won't last forever. It is... Uh, someone actually in a, in a Facebook thread I'm in just posted, posed a question last week. And it was a business question. It was like, what's the most important thing you can do for your business and maybe I'm butchering it but it doesn't even matter because it's how I can remember and my answer was belief work like just believing and it's the a the easiest thing to do and b the hardest thing to do but if that is your only focus um that is the most important thing you can do and I think that um, I've, I've had a lot of, like, at the beginning of the year, I started a new certification uh, with the Ethical Coach Collective, and there was a lot of hypnosis work, um, breath kind of, and I'm not a certified hypnotist by any means, um, <clears throat> but the work was really around the patterning of the brain and how we can shift that patterning to change our circumstance. And right after that course, um, that certification, I jumped into another course. It's really about, um, it's called, pos it's a positive intelligence course. And it's about how we can train our, like condition our brain to be okay. And the tools of both those courses came in so handy for me um, just recently. And so a lot of the the work I've been doing with my clients recently is to understand that there's always going to be 
yuck. There's always going to be ick. There's always going to be shit. There's always going to be mess. That's just the human condition in this world that we live in. And there's always going to be light and there's always going to be beauty and there's always going to be pleasure and there's always going to be passion. <laughs> it's like when I'm describing it to a client in a Zoom, it's like I jazz hands, right? Like one hand out to one side, this is always going to be here. And one hand out to the other side, this is always going to be here. Your only job as a human is to come to the middle and block the belief that like, you are in one place or another, right? Your only job as a human is to intercept when things start to go down the wrong path. So neurologically, like you light up a center in your brain and you just go down this pattern where you're beating yourself up, you're questioning your decisions, you're hiding, you're shrinking, you're sabotaging, um, so that's like the thing that's happening in your brain and your nervous system. And then the, and then the other thing happening in your body and your nervous system is that you lose, like you, you kind of step away from yourself. You get really in your head, you lose connection to the present moment. And so our only job as a human is to acknowledge this spectrum between the jazz hand on one side that's like the black, the mess, the shit, the ick. And the jazz hand on the can you tell I can you tell I took dance class as a kid and was in all the musicals, right? Jazz hands. Um so if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's just like all hands spread out, fingers spread out on one side. And the other side, which is you know, the the light, the positive, the pleasure, the passion, the joy. And like, I'm using black and white just because traditionally we've been socialized to this sort of black and white way of thinking. But the black on one side and the white on the other side. And all between there is this spectrum, this, I keep seeing it as like a ombre, you know, when you know, when a color just fades and all the shades of blue are laid out in this like gorgeous line. Well, it's that with gray, right? Like all the shades of gray are laid out in this gorgeous line between black and white. And our job is to intercept this belief that we need to be on one, that like we are on one side and we need to get to the other, or we are on the one side and we need to stay there. Um, and just embrace this entire spectrum. Um, I'm not really sure what my business is doing right now, but uh, uh, back in January, I opened the full spectrum space, which is a membership space. And I had always sort of seen that spectrum as this rainbowy, all the colors kind of thing. And what I'm realizing is my work is about this full spectrum of actually the grayscale. The, the ombre of gray. And I might not even be saying that word right, but but whatever. There's an artistic word <laughs> that I don't probably know how to pronounce. Um, I think my work is really about that entire gray scale spectrum. And we play in the gray. Like, that's my work. We, we work with the gray and we bring color to it. We bring rainbow. We bring vibrancy. We bring light to that scale. But 
my work with people after abortion and in general is like, we cannot just decide we don't want any of the gray to exist. As soon as we um, try and escape our situation, try and bottle up an event or a happening, try and pretend something didn't happen, it's almost like we're taking a, a some kind of scissors or knife and we're like trying to cut out a portion of that scale, that full spectrum, right? So maybe you know, I've had these abortions and I just want to pretend they never happen. When we do that, it's like we're cutting out this this piece of this beautiful spectrum of life. And as soon as we remove that and and try and pretend it never happened, we lose the flow, we lose the beauty, we lose the like full picture of the spectrum of life. And so our job as humans is to come back and like stop this belief that there's these binaries and embrace the whole of the experience. Embrace all the feelings of the experience. Make sure we are acknowledging and honoring all those spectrums of gray on the scale because that's what makes life beautiful. And so in this positive intelligence course that I've been in, um, I've really just been so moved. And this is the tool I used in my last couple of weeks where I was really struggling. Um, if you weren't following my social media or anything, like we had a, a sort of sudden loss of our dog Um I think she'd been sick for a long time, but no one could figure out why we'd been to multiple vets. It was probably a brain tumor and it, it all came to, ah, getting a little emotional. It came to head very quickly and she went downhill very fast. And so we said goodbye to her last week. Um, so that happened. My adult daughter just had this like kind of chaotic life experience, um, where she was on one side of the country, her car was at a mechanic on the other side. She's kind of like homeless right now in the sense that she does these seasonal work. So she didn't have like literally a place. Her belongings were in seven places. She had an experience. She's had some experiences this year that created a lot of stress. Her whole body's covered in psoriasis. Like that watching your kid who's so brilliant and beautiful and amazing go through hard things is, is, it's not easy. Like (laughs) she's incredible and she's going to be okay. But watching it as a parent, you just want to make it all better. And so sitting with that, um, sending her across country to gather her car and drive 17 hours by herself to get back to her non-existent home, (laughs) which she will have a home next week. So we're getting there. Um, We've had an exchange student for four months and he's leaving this week and I just, I had foot surgery recently and it's not quite healing the way I wanted and so I haven't been able to take, to show him our part of the world in the way that I wanted to. I don't know, it's just like so many things and none of them, it's like the, there's a part of me that wants to say none of them were that bad, they could have been so much worse and Although that's true and I believe it, like, shit just feels like shit. When it feels shitty, it feels shitty. When it feels hard, it feels hard. There's no hierarchy of what hard is worse or more important. 
um, it just felt hard and I felt overwhelmed by all of it. Um, all of these things have been a huge financial, um, I was going to say burden, but it's just like challenge, right? And so found ourselves like draining savings accounts and like, holy shit, what is happening? <laughs> um, so ah, coming back, um, the tools of the P- positive intelligence course were so critical for me in this last few weeks when I felt like I was drowning because even though I couldn't control all the things happening, I could intercept where I was at my, my, um, like, I don't know if it's like socialized desire to like make things right, to get out of the, the dark, the ick and intercept and just be in the gray place I was in like I I really wish you could like see the visual of this (laughs) but again the jazz hands right there's like there's there's the black on one side and the white on the other and there's this entire gray scale in between and as I find myself struggling the one of the most powerful tools I use to just come come make peace with the whatever shade of gray I'm in whatever piece of this like life trajectory I'm in one of the most useful tools for me has come from this positive intelligence course and it's literally just to stop and access 10 seconds of my sensory experience so seeing something that I hadn't seen before, intentionally looking at color or light or shape, um, feeling something that I wasn't paying attention to before, the texture of my fingertips, the texture of my clothing, the texture of the seat I'm sitting in, um, hearing something really far away or some subtle noise that's always happening, literally coming back to these basic principles of the five senses and taking that 10 seconds as many times a day as I can has allowed me to intercept the like socialized ping pong game of black and white and good and bad and right and wrong and everything's terrible or everything's amazing and just be where I am on this scale right this gray scale and just make peace and accept and be in that be in that place as the human that I am it's made the experience it's like it brings this wholeness to this full spectrum <laughs> again experience of being human again like if you're not in the full spectrum space membership like get in there if you if you are really struggling with abortion that is not the place to be um unless you're also getting additional support i think like the place to talk about your abortions is really best served in one-on-one or group support i don't offer group support um and it's and we do talk about abortion in that space but like if you're in the in the thick of it and you're listening to this from the really messy dark icky place 
um, please, please, please reach out for one-on-one support and we'll get you to the place that that $9 a month membership makes more sense for you. That's really about like the full spectrum space is about life, right? And, and, you know, maybe you found me because of abortion, but you want to be a part of that full spectrum experience. We talk about work, we talk about money, we talk about parenting, we talk about menopause, we talk about periods, we talk about sex, we talk about it all. Um, but I think my work in general is just about finding and using as many tools as we need to to make peace with every point in the grayscale of life. And to do that, we have to have belief. We have to be able to intercept our experience and come to our body, come to the point exactly where we are and just accept this human experience for what it is. It's not good or bad. It's not black or white. It's not right or wrong. It's not um, terrible or or awful or beautiful and joyous. It's all the things all the time. And so again, I think my work is about helping us all make peace with every space in the grayscale and playing in that space, playing in the gray. By playing, I don't mean like getting on a playground or like frolicking in the ocean waves. It might mean like for me, last week was like playing in the gray and the grief and the pain. Um, It was holding her head as she was dying. It was feeling the anxiety of my daughter flying away and anticipating this 17-hour drive. When I say play, I mean like really being with the experience we're having without trying to get away from it, um, without trying to make it better, without believing we're stuck. Uh, so many people are afraid to work with me because they're afraid they're going to get stuck. If I go to that shade of gray or black or the depths of awfulness, I'll never come out. And it's just not true. If we can embrace the entire gray scale, um, I mean, I was going to say if we can do that, we never get stuck. But the truth is, truth is we never get stuck. It's, it's, you're not going to get stuck. No one's going to get stuck until maybe their last breath when they leave this human experience. They leave this this like ombre of black and white and gray. Um, so many people are afraid to work with me because they think if I open it up, I'll get stuck. But the truth is you open it up and you invite the entire human experience. When you open up any one thing that is having you feeling stuck, that you've been trying to cut out, that you've been trying to make go away, you you expand yourself into this entire spectrum of what it is to be living, to be alive. Um, so please, 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 if it's not me, find someone to help you embrace your entire humanity, this full spectrum experience of being human um, and and playing in all of it. And, you know, I had like, I had a whole list of notes, sort of lessons I learned in 
in particularly the passing of my dog um that felt so relevant to to abortion and to my experience with abortion and and also like the choose we chose euthanasia at the end and the choosing of ending a life felt so resonant and similar to me to my abortion experience and it's that so many clients come to me they're like yeah but I did it I picked it I ended that life I caused harm and so I was reliving that with the experience of my dog and I'm not again there's no comparison here but I've been through the abortion and I've been through actually more than one euthanasia with a dog and and there was that similar like human power and is this harm or is this love? And so I actually had a whole list of notes of how similar those experiences were for me. But ultimately, I don't even want to look at them right now because all it is about is being in this spectrum of black and white in the human experience, right? And finding the color in each of the places that we're in and trusting that sometimes you don't have control. Sometimes you can't change it, but you can stop and take care of yourself. Like I posted on Instagram last week, like I invited friends over for dinner, partly to distract myself, but then partly to just like get through it. I took a bath with essential oils just to get through it. <laughs> like not because I wanted to escape what was happening, but because those were ways for me to center myself and just accept that this is where I was. I was in a place that was hard. I was in this shade of gray. And we can choose tools like using essential oils, using breath work, I feeling, um, noticing our senses, um, EFT, tapping, massage, journaling. There's so many tools. Like anyone who's worked with me or even just listened to the podcast, like give me a situation I have a tool for it. I, you're never going to stump me with, oh, I don't know what would help. Like I always have a tool. And it's the recognizing that we use the tools not to escape our experience, but to be in our experience, to allow our experience to be a part of the whole spectrum of our life. And, you know, I was working with a client last week who had her abortion decades ago. And um, I worked with her now as a general life coach, and we talk about all kinds of amazing things. But every once in a while, we circle back to her abortion because that's how she found me. And we realized that, you know, when she when she had her abortion, she tried to she she kind of cut it out. She put a block. She sliced through that part of her ex human experience and tried to move on. And everything she didn't face in that time became things she wasn't facing in other parts of her life. The feeling of shame, the feeling of grief. Like, you know, the more and more we can work through the moment that we're in, the better and better our, our future becomes. And it's never too late to do this work and sort of go back on our timeline and, and put that gray back in. Put the, 
that's that spectrum, that hue <laughs> um, back into our experience. We can always make peace with all of it. We can always find the whole. Um, so yeah, again, I had this whole list of things to talk about regarding my my week and my dog and my daughter and all the things. Um, but you know what? It's all about the scale. That's all it's about. <laughs> That's all it's about. And uh, I don't know what's coming um, for me. I, I I can't see myself ever not doing this abortion work, but it's also so important for me to be able to help all humans work with this grayscale and make peace with where they are and accept the moment that they're in. Um, and And not like... Oh, what's that word I'm looking for? Not like, uh, all I can think of is cave, like not cave to it, just like um, give up and whatever, but to surrender to it and to be in it and to allow this entire scale of your human experience. So I don't know. I guess that's all I have for you today. <laughs> If you made it this far in my rambling, fantastic. Um, it is rambling at this point because I've been in this work for so long and just keep puzzling together. What is it? Who am I? What do I have to add? Um, and in some ways, it's the simplest thing to just understand. And in some ways, it's the hardest. So if you're someone who's been listening to the podcast and wanting to work with me, like, Let's get in here. Let's figure out this scale for you. Let's let's find a way for you to live the full spectrum of your human experience. And if you're just a human who finds this fascinating, come join me. Either way, come join me in the full spectrum space. It's $9 a month, you guys. And I coach live in there. It's, it's ridiculous. I also just added um, a lot of people book consult calls with me and it's it's clear that they're not really ready to work with me. They're not ready to invest in one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. Um, that's, that's time that I really, I value my time when I work with one-on-one -on -one coaches and I value your, or one-on-one -on -one clients, I value your time and that's time I am fully present. I am intuitive. I am, um, I have expertise in in coaching and in counseling skills and in right like that's when I bring all of me um to you and if you're really struggling and things you're finding aren't working like you need someone to help you look at your unique situation um but a lot of people come on the console call and it's very they're they're not ready um they're not ready to make that investment or either time or money or just the leap of faith to trust someone to help them um, and that's hard for me. It's hard for me. I, I love connecting with all of you, but I do spend a lot of time getting on console calls with people who are not ready. And I have a family to support and I, this is, this is my work. This is my livelihood. So, um, I recently added a call called a podcast listener call. And so if you're a podcast listener who just wants to talk to me, like, I, that is amazing. Like get on and just and book one of those calls. Um, I started it as $50 for a half hour, but I'm actually going to change that price this week. It's going to be $100 for $100 for a half hour call. 
if you don't want to work with me, but you just want 30 minutes together to, to tell me your story, to ask me your questions, to get coached on one little thing, um, book that call. You know, I, I feel like I have a menu of options for you right now. And there's some business coaches who would, who would say, like, that's a disaster. Don't do that. Pick one thing and stick with it. But I, it's a menu in my head. The way I serve people is a menu. And so right now there's a menu of options. But if you're someone who, A, has not been booking a consult call because you know you don't want to work with me, but you do want to talk to me, that calls for you. <laughs> And please do book a consult call if you're really serious about investing time in one-on-one coaching um, in that six-week package. Like, don't not book that if you're really serious about that. But if you um, if you if you just want to talk to me and you just want my brain and my voice and my love on your story then um, please book that podcast listener call. Right now it's only available in my Instagram link. Um, but by the end of the week, I'm going to raise the price and put it on my website, I think. So um, anyway, there's another option for you. I've added more ways that you can, that you can heal, um, that, you can, that you can accept where you are at in your grayscale and really live in this full spectrum of this human experience and add some beautiful rainbows to your life. Um, I love you all. I will um, talk to you soon. Some of you actually talk to you soon. And then others of you on the next podcast will. And I'm also at a point in my podcast where um, I'm ready to invite some new guests. So please always share with me if you have suggestions or people um, who you'd love for me to have on um, to to, um, share their experience on the podcast with you. Okay, that's it. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening. And as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.